a little over a year ago, those tapes from Chris Rufo leaked of what was going on inside Disney. And you said, we should do something. We should launch into kids content. I wrote you back and said, you don't know how to run a business. This is impossible. What you're, what you're suggesting could never possibly happen. And then I laid back in bed to go back to sleep for another 40 minutes. And as I sat there, I thought, damn it. <laughs> He's right. I drive into work. By now, our COO, John Lewis, is, is involved in the conversation. And we've decided that we're just going to do it. We're going to announce this initiative. We're going to change the direction of our company in a deeply profound way. This isn't launching chocolates. And so we decided we would host a live town hall that day, and I would announce it to the world while announcing to our staff the Daily Wire was going to launch into kids entertainment with a $100 million commitment, and that we were going to change the paradigm. And that's when the work started. Disney controls the greatest content library ever created. Their cultural reach, specifically with kids, is far greater than anything that has ever existed throughout human history. From Snow White through Frozen, the company has captured the consciousness of kids and parents around the world. In early 2022, leaked footage revealed Disney company executives pushing the installation of queerness and radical messaging directly into their kids' content. One of Disney's executive producers said during an internal company meeting that she's implementing a, quote, not at all secret gay agenda and is regularly adding this and other radical messages to her kids' shows. For example, in the show The Proud Family, Disney stirs racial division with songs like Slaves Built This Country, where kids rap about descendants of slaves earning reparations. Viral videos released this year show Disney's live-action Snow White star, Rachel Zegler, condemning the iconic Disney story that launched the company into what it is today. Beyond just their content, Disney's a corporation now known for pushing all the worst excesses of the woke left. Tossing aside gendered greetings at its theme parks while employing cross-dressers at its children's boutiques, paying for its employees to travel for abortions, promoting anti-racism indoctrination of its employees, going to war on behalf of radical left-wing social policy in Florida. Walt Disney loved America, but the company he once founded is now on a very different path. When Jeremy Boring, Caleb Robinson, and I created The Daily Wire, we didn't just do it to get into politics or just to get into podcasting. We launched this company so we could have a marked influence on the culture of America. We wanted to reintroduce traditional values back into a country that has long forgotten what those values stand for. We have been fighting back with multiple entries in the entertainment space, and we continue to do so with upcoming and exciting projects like What is a Woman?, Terror on the Prairie, the upcoming Pendragon cycle. When we saw what was happening with Disney, the most influential kids brand on the planet in history, we knew we couldn't sit still. We immediately got to work. In March 2022, we announced a commitment of $100 million over three years to launch a children's entertainment company. Just this past week, on the date of the 100th anniversary of the founding of Disney, we realized the launch of that commitment. We call it Bent Key. Benke is dedicated to creating the next generation of timeless stories to transport kids to a world of adventure, imagination, and joy. This isn't teaching politics to kids. It's about giving kids a proper childhood, creating for them a sense of wonder and adventure. It's about protecting kids from being used by agendas of any stripe. It's material I would put my kids in front of. All in all, Caleb, Jeremy, and I have created an entirely new company. We've hired an entirely new team to create these incredible shows. We've created an entirely new app available on all the most popular devices to deliver this content onto devices and into your home. Not only did we create shows from scratch, we also acquired a massive amount of content, all centered on the same values as the shows we've created. There are over 150 episodes available right now on the Bent Key app, with new episodes released every single Saturday morning. I am so proud of Bent Key. More proud of Bent Key probably than anything we've ever done at this company. I know Caleb is too, and I know for sure that Jeremy is. 
I wanted to bring Jeremy back to the Sunday special to reiterate and discuss our overall strategy in the entertainment and culture space and to highlight the amazing work we've started with Benki. So please welcome back all the way from Croatia, Daily Wire co-founder, producer, director, and so much more, my best friend, Jeremy Boring. So, my good buddy, Jeremy Boring, welcome to the Sunday special again. So, I want to separate this conversation into two big pieces. Piece one is going to be all fun and awesome stuff that we're doing here at Daily Wire and now at, at Benke. And then part two, we're going to get into the politics. So, we're going to separate that out for the listeners because it's very hard to mix these two particular topics. But let's jump into stuff that's actually good in the world happening right now. So, we've launched at Daily Wire, and thanks to your leadership, we've launched the biggest initiative in the history of Daily Wire, and that is children's programming over at Benke. So why don't we start off with kind of the conversation. Let's let's go through the history of, of how Benke came about. Why don't we start with the first hmm. question? What the hell is Benke? Where did the term Benke come from? <laughs> I know this question has been asked you a thousand times because you literally wear a Benke around your neck and have ever since I have known you. But where, where does that even come from? Yeah, so I wear every day for the last 28 years, I've had this Benke around my neck. And it's the key to a small theater in a town called Post, Texas, where I grew up doing doing plays and where I kind of discovered who I was and what I wanted to do in life. And it bent in the lock one day. You know, the, the full story of that is probably not one for uh, not one for this conversation. It's one for, you know, when there's bourbon around and cigars and long hours late into the evening. But uh, it bent in the lock and it and I put it on a on a string because it sort of represented this important period in my life where I was being trusted with responsibility for the first time, where I was associating with adults for the first time, where I was sort of discovering who I am and what I believe and what I wanted to do with my life for the first time. Uh, and so, you know, at various times, Benkey has been used by our company, the, the parent company that owns the Daily Wire, which is comprised of, of you and Caleb and I and uh, our original investors. We named that company Benkey during a renaming halfway, kind of halfway between the founding of the company and today. And when it came time, we, at that time, we did it because people who haven't started businesses may not know, it's really hard to find any word or two word combination to use for your business that isn't already trademarked, that isn't already owned by someone. And so after we'd gone through like 30 names one day and we're completely exhausted, we're like, what's something that certainly no one would have used? It's like, well, bent key, it's not even a real thing. So we used it. But I think when this conversation about kids came up, we were originally calling our initiative, which we announced to the world a little over a year ago, DW Kids. We made that announcement. I, I think it's, I think we should get to how we made that announcement. It's one of the great stories of the history of our company. Uh, but just to put a bow on the name, you know, we made this announcement after Disney, uh, sort of after Chris Rufo leaked some tapes from inside Disney talking about their not-so-secret gay agenda and trying to sneak queerness into their shows and racial radical racial politics into their shows and using quotas to make sure that, quote-unquote, marginalized groups represented more than 50% of the on-screen talent in their kids' programming. We thought that de- demanded a response. And we started calling our response DW Kids or Daily Wire Kids. But over time, that began to really sit poorly with me because of what our actual goal is. Our you know, Daily Wire is a very politically charged name, obviously, because the Daily Wire is a very political company, because you and I are very political. The work that we do is very political. And while the launching of our kids' entertainment company is intrinsically a political act, what we're trying to do with that political act is create content for kids that isn't inherently political. What we, what we basically believe at Benkey is that you know, in America, we have a two-part problem. We've infantilized adults 
largely through our university system. We refer to 23-year-old adults as college kids and hold them to no account, treat them as they have no agency, uh, as though they have no personal responsibility. And then on the other hand, we take actual kids and we say, no, you're, you're not allowed to have a childhood. You're not allowed to live in a space of wonder and adventure and joy and imagination. Instead, we're going to use you as political instruments, as political props, as a petri dish for our craziest uh, social experiments that we've ever done as a society. You, know, you and I and Caleb, the Daily Wire, we want to say no to both of those and say, no, adults should be treated as adults. Kids should be treated as kids. And Bentke endeavors to give kids an environment to do just that. It's not political content. It's not educational content. It's entertaining content. It's beautiful content. It's hilarious content. It's heartfelt content. It's the kind of content uh, that you could trust your kids with, that your kids will love and enjoy, the kind of content you and I got to grow up with, the kind of content on which politics is formed later, right? The kind of content that allows kids to form their personality, to form their character, to, to be exposed to values, to find themselves. On, on that good foundation, good politics will be built. On that good foundation of Bent Key, perhaps Daily Wire politics can be built in the future. But Bent Key isn't about politics. And so that's why we needed a new name. And I thought Bent Key was a fun name because it, because it is mysterious, because it has this sense of whimsy, because it isn't, you know, we used a bunch of words, but words have meaning. What if we called it ember? Or what if we called it, you know, a- any number of, but all of those come with some sort of meaning. The beauty of Bent Key is I think it gives us the opportunity to build something completely new. You know, in success 10 years from now, Bent Key won't mean the key that Jeremy wears around his neck. Bent Key will mean this body of work that has impacted millions of kids around the world and that they hold dear, that's helped, that's helped them in the same way my key helped me, that's helped them to sort of find themselves and find who they are as they start off on their journey. That, that's where the name came from. We'll get to more with my friend Jeremy in just one second. First, I want to talk to you about Daily Wire's most trusted privacy partner and the premier sponsor of this show, ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN, it's like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station for a snack. Most of the time, you're probably fine. What if you come back to see someone driving off with your car? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, or airports, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data, such as your passwords and financial details. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack somebody. Just some cheap hardware is needed. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal information on the dark web. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so hackers can't steal your sensitive data. The ExpressVPN app is so easy to use. Just fire up that app, click one button, now you're protected. Plus, it works on all your devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Ben. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Ben. Get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Ben. Obviously, it's an amazing thing for parents. So one of the things as a parent of four that I've had to come up against, you obviously have a kid as well, and all of our hosts have kids. One of the things that, that we all as parents have such a tough time with is finding entertainment for our kids. Because obviously, you know, you need a five-minute break. You put your kid in front of the TV. The problem is if you put your kid in front of YouTube, then there's a very good shot that the algorithm is going to feed them yep. something truly awful within five to ten minutes of you putting them in front of, of YouTube, which is usually how people now watch TV. If you put them on Disney+, Plus there's a very good shot that they're going to be fed a piece of content that runs directly counter to your values. The beauty of Bent Key from a parental point of view is that this is really a safe space for your kids. You can can put your kids in front of Bent Key and they can spend hours, and no one should spend hours in front of a screen if they're a kid, but they should spend whatever time they're going to spend in front of a screen with people who actually share your values and who aren't going to seek to twist their minds in some particular political or cultural direction. 
Well, that's exactly right. Listen, there's a lot of amazing content in the world. A lot of it was made by Disney. A lot of it we grew up with. It's not that there isn't wonderful content out there, safe content out there for kids. It's that you can't really trust the platforms anymore that house that content. You can put your kids in front of you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but it might immediately then roll into Disney's new Snow White, which is an actual repudiation of the values as declared by their own lead actress, Rachel Ziegler, of the values of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. So what we endeavored to do is curate a body of work at Bent Key where, where none of the content betrays the values of our core audience. And I would say that the core audience for Bent Key isn't even the core audience for Daily Wire. I think it's a much broader audience than that. I think that there are plenty of independent, moderate, and even, uh, even light left-wing parents out there who don't want to see radical values, who don't want to see their kids exposed to radical values. And Bent Key can be a home for all of those kinds of people, people who want, as you say, you shouldn't put your kid in front of the TV for hours, but for whatever length of time they're there, you can know that they're being exposed to, to good and beautiful content. Now, creating that content is a generational work. We've launched with four original shows and a fifth uh, that, that is original. We didn't create it, but we're working with the creator, and now we have it exclusively. So really five shows that are unique bent key offerings. Uh, those best represent our vision for Bent Key. Those are Kid Fit Go, Kid Explorer, Chip Chilla, Wonderful Day with Mabel McClay, and Gus Plus Us. And I can say that I'm incredibly proud of those five shows. I think it's an amazing start. But we wanted to make sure that our offering was robust. We wanted to make sure that parents got value for the money that they're going to spend. So we also went around the world and curated existing content that we didn't think betrayed the values of our audience. It may not be that, th that, it's, that every piece of that content perfectly encapsulates our values or that it uh, perfectly represents our long-term vision for the company, but it's highly entertaining, high quality, and safe content. We've edited every single episode. Some of the shows that we would license from around the world, maybe there were three episodes that we didn't agree with. So we just threw those episodes out. They're not on the platform. Every single piece of content that a kid will be exposed to on Bent Key, at a minimum, will be neutral in terms of you know, the sort of woke identity politics of, of the moment. And in many cases, and especially in the cases with our original content, I think will be very values forward, very values positive. So let's talk about how you actually build a children's entertainment company. So this is a massive undertaking. People, I think, yes. when they see a product just roll off the shelf, any product, they don't see all the work that went into the product. It just comes off of the price, and the price is whatever it is per month. And they think, okay, well, that sort of yep. automatically existed. I think, take, take us behind the scenes as to how this happens, because we literally took the resources that we had as a political commentary company and news-generating company, and we poured those into a completely different company with a completely different orientation, requiring completely different sets of skills, which effectively meant building a giant second company with a massive investment. Well, the first time we ever started talking about kids' content, I remember I was in a hotel in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I was on a phone call with you talking about the general entertainment content that we were about to really launch into in earnest. And you said, you know, I think that this general entertainment play is a smart play, but the real play is kids' content. And we brainstormed about that on the call, as we often do with ideas back and forth. And I remember ending that call thinking, if we were going to do such a thing, what we should do is hire Glenn Beck to be Mr. Rogers. I mean, Glenn Beck is Mr. Rogers. I know that people have a view of Glenn Beck that's, you know, their view of him is only through his talk radio show, probably. It's only through uh, his Blaze show. They seem as this really political figure. But behind the scenes, that's not who Glenn Beck is. Glenn Beck is a giant kid at heart. He collects these beautiful artifacts from American history. He 
is in love with Walt Disney. He owns, I, I think, the actual original business model that, that Walt took around to raise money to, to build Disneyland. I mean, in many ways, I think this is what Glenn Beck was put on the earth to do. And so I started dabbling with that idea. Could we get Glenn Beck to come over and do kids content for us? And, you know, obviously, Glenn and Tyler and the guys at the Blaze are good friends of ours, but they, they also are our competition. And so it became clear pretty quickly that they probably wouldn't take their number one star uh, and let us have half of his time to come work on our content. <laughs> and the idea of kids sort of got put on the back burner for a little bit. We we invested heavily at that time in starting our general entertainment company at, at shooting our first feature films. Uh, we somehow detoured into a razor company and then into a chocolate company. But over time, we, we kept coming back to this idea of kids entertainment because it's probably where the biggest need is in the culture. You know, as Andrew Breitbart always said, politics is downstream of the culture. You and I sort of came of political age in West Coast conservatism, which was very focused on this idea of the importance of culture. And kids entertainment is where the hole is. And so a little over a year ago, those tapes from Chris Rufo leaked of what was going on inside Disney. And this will give people an amazing insight into how the Daily Wire works. You sent me the story at 5.30 in the morning, my time. Obviously, you're an hour ahead on the East Coast. Uh, and you said, we should do something. We should launch into kids' content. I wrote you back and said, Ben, you always have big ideas. Uh, you don't know how to run a business. This is impossible. What you're, what you're suggesting could never possibly happen. And you said, okay, fine. And then I laid back in bed to go back to sleep for another 40 minutes. And as I sat there, I thought, damn it. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> and so I laid there for, you started your show. I waited until the earliest possible moment that I could reach out to Caleb Robinson, our other business partner. And I said, Caleb, we've got to launch kids today. And he said, what do you mean? What do any of those mean, <laughs> words mean? Launch kids and today. <laughs> I do not understand this language. And I said, I think that we have to announce today while people are rightly outraged about what Disney, what's happening at Disney. The, by the way, Disney, the most important entertainment company in the history of the world especially where kids are concerned. Uh, I said, I think we have to announce that we're going to make an investment in kids and that we're going to spend, we're going to commit $10 million over the next three years. And Caleb said, $10 million? You're out of your mind. He basically told me what I had told you. You're out of your mind. We don't have that kind of money laying around. We have no idea how to do such a thing. Let it go. We'll get to more with Jeremy in just one second. First, for those of you who don't know, PureTalk is my wireless company. I choose to do business with companies that share my beliefs and support the causes I actually like. That's why I'm excited about PureTalk's efforts to alleviate $10 million in veteran debt by Veterans Day. They get there by giving a portion of every new order to this cause. Because of your support, they're already at 27% to their goal with three weeks to go. Think about this. We have 100 percent volunteer military, men and women who raise their hands to sacrifice for the country. And when they're done serving, they come back to a tight job market and the outrageous cost of living expenses. It's a mess. That's why I'm so happy a private company like PeerTalk has jumped in to help. All you have to do to help is switch your cell phone company to PeerTalk's superior service. So it's a, it's a twofer. Better service, plus you're helping veterans. PeerTalk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month. They are offering unlimited talk, text, more data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and make that switch. Let's help ease the burden on the men and women who have given so much for us. Visit puretalk.com slash Shapiro today. Again, that's puretalk.com slash Shapiro to get great coverage and to help out veterans. I drive into work. By now, our COO, John Lewis, is, is involved in the conversation. 
And we've decided that we're just going to do it. We're going to announce this initiative. We're going to change the direction of our company in a deeply profound way. This isn't launching chocolates. This isn't a side project. This is a, as you said, a fundamental change, a fundamental reallocation of resources. And so we decided we would host a live town hall that day, and I would announce it to the world while announcing to our staff that the company that they thought that they belonged to was about to become a completely different company. And I started trying to scratch out what I would say. Well, I get to work, and this is the problem in business is when you have an idea, then it hits reality. I get to work, and standing outside my office are like all of our lawyers and all of our executives there to tell me why it's completely impossible to do what we've just declared. Even our production staff saying, we can't host a town hall today that goes out live and has... So we start wrestling with all of this. And the hours are ticking by as I'm trying to just fight the fight of, can we even say that we're going to do such a thing? What are even the ramifications of saying that we're going to do such a thing? And I'll never forget, at about noon, I walked back to where Caleb was, and and Caleb said, are we going to be able to pull this off? And I said, "I, I think we can do the town hall at two. Or maybe it was for us. I think we can actually pull off the town hall. They're, they're going to start building a stage for me to stand on and taking down sets so that our employees have a place to listen to the town hall. They'll all get together in one room. I said, but I don't think we can say $10 million. And he said, why not? I said, well, it just occurs to me. I know how much this stuff costs. $10 million sounded like a lot laying in my bed, but $10 million is like one show. That's not launching a kid's entertainment company. That's launching a TV show. Like, what are we really doing here? And he said, well, how much do you want to say? Because we don't even have the 10 million. And I said, well, what I want to say is 100 million. Caleb said, you, again, the whole cycle repeats. You're <laughs> out of your mind. This is insane. You know? And I said, yeah, but here's the thing. $100 million sounds impossible. And it is. And it's nothing. Disney's content budget is a billion dollars a year. Hollywood spends like $180 billion a year on content. So we, to say that we're going to spend $10 million isn't, we're not taking seriously the scope of the fight that we're claiming that we're going to jump off into at $10 million. We've got to really, if we're going to do this, we have to do it. And Caleb said, where's the money going to come from? And I said, when you wish upon a star, which is probably <laughs> trademarked, and I can't say it on your show, but if we... Basically, what I said is if we're going to do it, we have to do it. And we have to just accept that it's going to change everything. We have to accept that we don't know how we're going to do it. We have to, we have to set ourselves up for the fight of our lives. And now we get engaged in this big argument about that. Another argument with all the attorneys, another argument with all the executives. And then someone comes and knocks on my door and says, Jeremy, they need you in hair and makeup. And I realized that I hadn't written a speech. I didn't even know what I was going to say to the world. So I walked over. They're powdering my face as I walk up on the stage and I went live and told the world what we were going to do, that the Daily Wire was going to launch into kids entertainment with a $100 million commitment, that we were going to change the paradigm. And that's when the work started. To accomplish this has been so much harder than anything we've ever done before, so much harder than launching the Daily Wire. You and I and Caleb have have diluted our ownership in the company to raise money. We we literally made ourselves poorer. If it fails, much poorer. If it succeeds, maybe it was worth it. It pays off and, and we do better. But we we poured our liquid resources into this, our, our actual cash that we had on hand. We poured our ownership in the company. We still control the company, but we we own less of the upside in the company than ever before because we believe so much that this is the most important thing we've ever endeavored to do. And then we got busy hiring and we got busy writing and we got busy creating. We got busy learning. 
we got busy real you know making mistakes and quickly iterating and trying to uh, do better and solve those problems we got busy licensing content from all around the world and if you look at our company today it looks nothing like it looked 18 months ago we have a company that's completely oriented toward entertainment and in particular an emphasis on this kids entertainment because that's where the real fight is because if all we do is criticize the culture if all we do is talk about politics if we don't get busy making culture then there is no country to conserve there is no country for us uh, to try to save so yeah. that, that's how we got here and, and and that story is as you said incredibly indicative of how the company has always been run yes. in the sense that we are incredibly fast in terms of our reactive power and that that i think is our, our superpower yep. in this particular space not just in announcing kids but in doing things down to deciding that we're going to create a snow white film like that was not on the slate six months ago that wasn't even on the slate like four months ago but then when oh, disney no. came out and basically started putting out all of this press about its snow white movie that was coming out in spring of next year all about how Snow White is actually an empowered single woman and, uh, and the, the typical themes of Snow White are, are hackneyed and old. We have to get rid of those and the dwarves aren't actually dwarves anymore. Now they're normal-sized people and all, all the rest of this kind of stuff. We just decided, you know what? The only way to fight that is by actually making our own version of Snow White starring Brett Cooper. We made that announcement simultaneous with the launch of Key. It was another one-day decision I'll never forget. I wrapped a film for Daily Wire Plus on July 9th. And on July 11th, I landed in Rome to produce our Pendragon cycle, the biggest, the biggest piece of work we've ever undertaken. And when I walked off the plane, I got hit with all of the Rachel Ziegler comments about the new Snow White that, you know, I, I think that may have been the day that the pictures leaked of the reshoots and we saw that the dwarves weren't dwarves. And all these clips started circulating of, of her saying, you know, it's not 1937 anymore. Uh, this isn't about true love. Uh, you know, I am not a fan of the original movie. They, one thing she said is they, they keep accusing us of making a PC Snow White. And that's right, because that's what this old story needed. And I thought, well, no, that's the opposite of true. You know, the, the fairy tales are unique because they, you know, some of them are a thousand years old. I mean, they, they contain timeless truth. What made them so powerful when Disney, Walt Disney chose to tell them, he said, here's these beautiful stories and they, and they have it all. They contain everything. He said of Snow White in particular, it is the perfect story. So to hear this young actress now saying, not only is it not the perfect story, it's a bad story. It's a story that needed our modern values to redeem it. I thought, well, this is a complete betrayal of, of Walt Disney himself, of Walt Disney's personal vision for what his company would be. And it's an enormous opportunity for us to show people how serious we are and it just so happens that we have the perfect Snow White already working for the company. So yeah, another one-day decision and the amount of chaos that that creates, the ripple effect of making a decision like that's amazing, but here we are. We'll get to more with Jeremy in just a moment. First, everyone here at the office loves the Genusol Dark Spot Corrector. Now, you might be asking what this product even does. Well, if you have those sunspots, dark spots, discoloration, dry skin, the GenuCell Dark Spot Corrector will help those blemishes disappear. It makes a huge difference down here in Florida. My mom uses it. My wife uses it. I use it. Marsha from Austin, Texas says, my puffy eyes were gone after 24 hours with two treatments. My dark spots are fading. I've definitely got fewer laugh lines. A win all around. Well, you can feel like Marsha too, but you have to hurry because this sale is ending very soon. Not only is the sale ending very soon, also their 70% off discount is ending. So, 
Don't miss your last chance to get GenuCell's most popular package, including the Dark Spot Corrector Plus, the classic GenuCell bags and puffiness treatment, and immediate effects, all for 70% off. Not only has GenuCell been a longtime partner of the show, my family's been using their products for over a decade. They first advertised with the show I was on in Los Angeles like a decade ago. Even when they weren't advertising, we kept using the product because it was just that good. They have crazy fast results that correct skin blemishes right before your eyes. GenuCell is so confident in their product, you can try them for yourself completely risk-free. If you don't see immediate results, you'll get your money back. It's simple. Head on over to GenuCell.com Sunday. Start looking years, even decades younger tomorrow. Say hello to the best skin you've ever had at GenuCell.com Sunday. That's GenuCell.com Sunday. So let's talk about some of the programming that, that is available and original to Bent Key subscribers. Yeah. So as you mentioned, we have five original shows. They are amazing looking. I mean, the, the quality of the product, oh, it's yeah. the proudest I've ever been of any product that we've ever released, aside from my own show, which I literally do every day. But in terms of the actual quality and beauty of the product, I mean, it surpasses anything by far that, that we've ever done. It truly is astonishing yeah. stuff. Uh, the, again, the amount of work that goes into this stuff behind the scenes is amazing. I, I was there for a few days watching uh, some of the filming of Mabel McClay. It's, it's amazing to watch this happen in real time. The size of the crew that's required, the number of shots that are required, all the back, back, back of the, the curtain stuff that's happening is, is amazing. But the shows are really tremendous. So why don't you start with Mabel McClay, for example, and, and give us yep. sort of the backstory on how that show evolved. Well, I will say I have a small handful of pieces of content that The Daily Wire has produced that I'm so in, you know, I'm proud of all of our content, of course. We, we labor over all of it. There's a very small group of shows that you that you have a real affinity for, you know, the the Exodus seminar that you and Jordan Peterson and Dennis Prager, I mean, it's Jordan's show, but that so many of our friends and heavyweights were a part of. I mean, I feel like that's a piece of content that stands the test of time. It's a it's a transcendent piece of content. We we make a lot of wonderful content, but it's about the news of right now, of right now, of right now, of right now. And you and I have talked a lot about what is a legacy in that environment. You know, your your show does enormous good in the world on a day-to-day basis. But when you're gone and those news stories are gone, what what have we left? And one of the things that you and I have been trying to do and that we've kind of learned from watching some of our mentors in the space, Andrew and Rush Limbaugh and others, is we've just realized that we have to build legacy content. We, we want to speak not just into this exact moment, but into the future. And Mabel McClay, I think, is the thing I'm the most proud of of anything we've ever made. It is truly good. And I don't mean just good in terms of the quality of the show. I think the quality of the show is great. I mean, it's good in an intrinsic sense. It is filled with goodness. It is filled with heart. It transports you out of this moment in which we live, and it slows you down, and it, and it makes you free to wonder. And that's me as an adult watching it. As a kid, especially in this fast-paced world, I think Mabel McClay can be transformative. It's, I liken it unto, it's like it's one part Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and one part Mary Poppins. It has that sort of gentleness and quietness of a, of a Mr. Rogers, and it has that whimsy and magic of a Mary Poppins. It's, it's warm and golden. It isn't gray. It isn't bright. It's not like kids content, right? But it's also not like drab modern content. It's this, it's nostalgic, but it's today. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't be more proud of the show. I, I think that uh, it may be that when people look back at our legacy a hundred, you know, 50 years from now, that's the thing that they talk about the most. Maybe we make a hundred or 200 or 500 episodes of Mabel McClay, and there will be kids who say, yeah, my childhood was Mabel McClay. 
She taught me what it was to have imagination. She taught me what it was to have heart. Based on that, I learned discernment. Based on that, I learned my values. Uh, it's a live action show starring uh, my dear friend of many years, Katie Chase, created by she and her husband, Ryan Chase, who ran a kids improv school in Los Angeles. They understand kids. They, they love kids. They love to teach kids and, and help kids on their journey. I would say in many ways, I feel they were put on the earth to make this show. And whatever I expected from them, they delivered so far above it. Other people on our staff who have no background in kids entertainment or even in entertainment generally to speak of, stepped up. We, we hired a professional crew. Some of that crew didn't work out. Some of our Daily Wire guys had to step in. Mathis Glover, who's been with us all, well, literally since day one, helped to direct the first few episodes, pushed himself to the absolute max, delivered in the in the biggest way we could have possibly hoped for. Matt Berry, who's worked for the company in, in many different roles over the years, who's a, a true creative, uh, stepped in to be the, the producing director of the show. He'd never done anything like it before, but with a little help from me, a little help from Mathis, the help of a great crew, uh, he found his way, ultimately the help, the help of John Price, our executive that we brought in to be over the show, really helped Matt to find his way. And, and this is again, this is what Matt was put on the earth to do. He's going to do this, I believe, for the rest of his life. Um, and, and what they delivered, I think, again, I think kids will be talking about for the rest of their lives. Then you have Chip Chilla, the first show we ever announced, an animated show about a family of homeschooling chinchillas who, uh, it's these wonderful parents who just invest immediately into the lives of their kids. They sort of meet their kids where they are, and they're always looking for an opportunity to teach them, which makes it sound like it's an educational show. It is not in any way an educational show. One thing you and I talked about from the very beginning is this idea of cultural literacy, that the cartoons that I grew up with, from, from Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies, all the way to the kind of Saturday morning shows that were popular when I was a little kid, they all contained uh, sort of the American mythology within them. They, they contained our literary history within them. I first learned about uh, Tom Sawyer convincing his friends to whitewash the fence, not from reading Mark Twain, but from watching Bugs Bunny. That's how all art used to be until really this very modern moment in which we live, where it's now, where the American canon, the Western canon is considered somehow evil. We don't want to expose kids to it. That's what happens in Chip Chilla. It's not that it's an educational show where we do a book report at the end of it. No, it's for kids who are too young to do book reports. But it exposes them to these characters, George Washington, and um, exposes them to the idea of Moby Dick, not in a way that uh, is meant to help them when they get to school, in a way that's meant to help them be well-rounded humans. It's to, to, to help them recognize those stories when they encounter them later in life. It's a zany show. It's a fun show. Uh, it stars our friend Rob Schneider. Uh, uh, and the work that he does as the father on the show is creative and hilarious and filled with heart. Then we have two shows from a wonderful family down in Georgia called Kid Explorer and uh, Kid Fit Go. And these are live action shows hosted by kids for kids. And they're, they're funny and they're... Um, practical. You know, Kid Fit Go, for example, kids will learn how to do exercise by doing exercise with other kids. Because part of being a well-rounded human is not just being exposed to good ideas, but to good discipline, to good habits. And so, you know, that's an important part of what we're doing with the show. And then we have Gus Plus Us, humans and puppets interacting with one another. And it's 
you know, filled with exploration. It's filled with heart. It's filled with joy. Those, those are shows that I'm incredibly proud of. And, and it's just the beginning. It's taken us all the money that we've ever made uh, and some of our ownership to get this far. And it's, and it's a drop in the ocean. We're going to keep pouring everything we've got into it in success. And, you know, I think we would both like to look up at the end of our lives and see that this, of all the things that we created, that this has the most legs, that this has the most staying power, because I think it can do the most good. We'll get back to this with Jeremy in just one second. First, as you know, we do things very differently here at The Daily Wire. We host several of the top news podcasts in the world. We launched a chocolate company overnight. We just took Disney head on by releasing 150 episodes of kids content. Well, it takes very specific people with very specific skills to do this kind of stuff. How do we find and hire those people? Well, ZipRecruiter, that's how. ZipRecruiter makes your whole hiring process faster and easier. Their powerful technology works for you to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. ZipRecruiter saves you time by letting you easily invite your top candidates to apply to your job so they're much more likely to apply sooner. ZipRecruiter is trusted by millions. In fact, over 3.8 million businesses trust ZipRecruiter with their hiring needs. Make a positive impact on your hiring future with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter will get a quality candidate within day one. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Ben Guest to try ZipRecruiter for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-N-G-U-E-S-T. ZipRecruiter is indeed the smartest way to hire, which is why we've been using it here at Daily Wire for years. ZipRecruiter.com slash Ben Guest to get started. One of the things about the shows and, and that we've tried to do with the broader entertainment project, and this is mainly because of you, is is try to give people material that they actually want to watch, not that they think that they okay. should want to watch. And and that's definitely true with the kids' content. The first time my kids opened the app, they immediately, I mean, they, they can navigate the technology better than I can because, of course, I'm now the older generation, but they can navigate that technology. And, and they were pulling up the shows, watching them, enjoying them, laughing at them. My three-year-old is already a Chip Chilla fan after just a couple of days. And, and you can see the response in the marketplace. I mean, the the number of people who have been waiting and wanting and who have been emailing me and calling and, and just asking for yeah. a year since we announced this, when is this thing going to drop? When are we finally going to be able to to have a safe place to, to put our kids in front of the TV? Uh, those people, I think, are going to be really satisfied. And we've seen the early results. Maybe you can talk a little bit about the response yeah. in the marketplace. You know, someone said on Twitter, leave it to the Daily Wire to under-promise and over-deliver. And obviously, that's an enormous compliment, but I don't think it's quite true. I think a more accurate representation of what we do at the daily wire is we overpromise and overdeliver. <laughs> like the entire idea of this was so much more than we were capable of launching a razor company was so much more than we were capable of launching a chocolate company in a day so much more than we were capable of and launching this an order of magnitude beyond our capabilities and what we knew was the expectations for us are so low in people's minds we can either fulfill those low expectations or we can transcend how people view us as a company. We, we, we can fundamentally change how we're perceived. And the, key, the first key to that is to make content that people want to see, not content that they want to want to see. I don't, I don't want our legacy to be, yeah, my parents made me watch that stuff. Yeah, I think some of it was good. No, no, no. I want kids to love this. I want to make stuff that stands the test of time. I want to, we're, we're telling timeless truths we should tell timeless truths and timeless content. And obviously, we're just getting started with that. We're going to, I think we launched at an enormous level of quality. And I think that in success 10 years from now, we'll be far, far better than we are today. Obviously, we need to incorporate more music into what we're doing and enhance the visuals. You know, Disney's at the cutting edge. Every time Pixar releases a film, it's the next newest thing. Those films cost $300 million to make one film. So we have a long way to go. 
I'm incredibly proud of the work that we're doing. And I also have a three-year-old daughter, and I didn't test this content on her, uh, in part because she's very young. I don't let her watch a lot of content. But last uh, yesterday, I was doing an interview with Dr. Peterson, and my phone buzzed, and I looked over, and it was a message from my wife saying, your daughter just came to me and said, Mommy, I want to sit on the potty and watch Chip Chilla. (laughs) (laughs) It it really kind of choked me up. What an amazing moment that we've made something now that our own kids actually love on its own merits. My daughter doesn't understand that that's my show. She wouldn't even know what that meant. And here she is loving loving this show because we made a, a lovable show. Well, it's the number one kids app on the on the app store right now it is rising very quickly uh, into the top echelon of the entertainment side of the, of the app store as well and we are only getting started so jeremy right. you know it's it's an amazing accomplishment I and mean, well I, I i'm super happy that we get to bring this now to all the people who've been waiting for it obviously everybody within the sound of my voice uh, if you're a parent you should definitely download this and you should make sure that it's available to your kids if you're a daily wire annual subscriber you're already a subscriber to bent key so it's no additional charge for you, you get both in one Daily Wire is for you, and Bent Key is for your kids, and uh, you should enjoy both of them. Uh, Jeremy, I want to shift topics here, and that's going to require a background change. Okay, so we've now shifted background, which means that we're going to go from the happy to just the horror show that is daily politics. Uh, Obviously, Mm -hmm. Jeremy, we we haven't had that much chance to to talk because you've been in Europe traveling around and shooting the various movies and and shows that, that we've been doing. But in the meantime, the world is now on fire. Uh, it is it's on fire pretty much across the board. Uh, I want to get your first thoughts with regard to the massacre of Jews that happened in the Gaza, the so-called Gaza envelope. Those are the areas around the Gaza Strip, the murder of some 1,400 Jews, and then Israel uh, having to use its military power to try and strike Hamas targets. And why don't we start with the massacre? It, I'm going to try and break this down into pieces because it's such a big topic. So we'll try to do this kind of in timeline yeah. fashion. So first, your reaction to the massacre itself and, and what the West missed that allowed this sort of thing to happen. Well, obviously, it's one of the most devastating days in, in my lifetime. You know, tragedies happen in the world all the time. And some, some cynics on Twitter are angry because we're all talking about this and there's other and, and even bigger uh, atrocities that happen that don't get any screen time that we never comment on. But when something hits close to home, obviously it resonates more deeply. Obviously you are more aware of it. Obviously you see it. If you'd like to hear the full conversation, click the link at the top of the episode description and join us at dailywireplus.com. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So, 
I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.